Hello, and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. I have a question for you. How would an alien, that being an exile from their own country, behave in another country? How should they live? That question is important because it is a question that is being answered here in 1 Peter. You see, all of us who are Christ's followers are actually aliens. We hold dual citizenships. We are citizens of, uh, most of us, this United States of America. But as Christ's followers, we're also citizens of heaven. Our earthly citizenship is temporary. We don't often think about it that way, but it's true. We are no longer citizens when we, when we die. Uh, we we are, are not here. We're not active on this earth, so we're temporary. But we are permanent citizens of heaven. So therefore, we are, in a sense, aliens in this world. Peter's addressing a group of people in his time that uh, fit that description. And these people were undergoing persecution, and that persecution was escalating. So Peter writes them to encourage them and, and to help them to know how to live in that difficult situation. And I want you to know that that very much applies to where we're at as well today. We are aliens. We are temporary citizens. We are on our way to that permanent country. Uh, and we need to know, while we're here, how to live, how to honor the Lord Jesus Christ. And so, here in First Peter chapter 13, we begin that uh, answering that question. It says this, Therefore, prepare your minds for action. Keep sober in spirit. Fix your hope completely on the grace to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. That's verse 13. As I was taught many, many years ago, uh, anytime you see the word therefore in Scripture, it is there for a reason. And in this case, the word therefore looks back to the previous uh, passages, the previous verses, uh, to the description of, of God's salvation, God's amazing, gracious work in the lives of these aliens. And so it is that therefore is saying this, in light of what God has made you and what he has done in you, uh, here's how uh, true citizens of heaven are supposed to live. And so in, in these verses, uh, and we're going to be looking at verses 13 to 25 briefly, in these verses there are uh, two more reminders sprinkled in of how God saved them. That is verses 18 to 21 of this passage and verses 23 to 25. And those are wonderful reminders of God's gracious work of salvation in our lives. And so uh, I'm not going to deal specifically with those two uh, portions of this scripture, verses 18 to 21 and verses 23 to 25 in this podcast. I'm going to come back and deal with God's gracious work of salvation in those verses in the next podcast. So what I'm going to focus on is these other other verses, verses 13 to 17, and then verse uh, 22, and in those verses tell us how that a citizen of heaven would live. Uh, and, and I just want to say this, uh, right living, right living comes not from rules, but from relationship. 
For those of us that are Christ followers, citizens of heaven, we are not living by a bunch of rules, a bunch of do's and don'ts. Now, are there do's and don'ts? Yes, the scripture's clear. There are commands that we don't do certain things and that we do certain things. Uh, but we don't live to keep the rule. We live out of a relationship. An example of that would be the marriage relationship. Um, when when the spouse's birthday comes around, um, we don't go get a birthday card and a gift because it's a rule. Now, uh, is it is it an expectation? It probably is. But if the relationship is what it should be, we go get a birthday card and a birthday gift because of love, out of relationship, because we want to honor that person. And the same is true here. As citizens of heaven, we don't live right from rules. We live right from relationships. And in verse 13, we see the beginning of that. How do we live? Well, it is. it starts in the mind. There are three mindset directives here for, for us aliens, for us citizens of heaven. Uh, the first one here in verse 13 says, prepare your minds for action. That word prepare also in other translations is translated gird up the loins of your mind. And what that is referring to is uh, anytime uh, in that day they wore robes and if they were getting ready to go somewhere in a hurry or to do a task, they would gather up those robes and, and bind them up with a belt or something. They would gather them up to prepare for action, to prepare for, to get away hastily or whatever. And so the scripture here says is gird up, pull together all the loose ends of your mind, focus past the distractions of this world, uh, get your mind ready for action. And we've got to remember that a right mind leads to right living. If our mind is not right in the scripture, it's very clear about that. Uh, In in, uh, Romans chapter 12, uh, verse 2, it says, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And there are other passages that talk about getting our mind right. And so that mindset is so very, very important. And then uh, the second mindset directive here is keep sober. In spirit, that keeps sober. Uh, originally meant don't be intoxicated. That was the literal translation, but it came to mean uh, keep a alert, uh, keep clear thinking. Metaphorically, uh, stay self-controlled in your thinking. Uh, don't don't allow your thinking to get fuzzy. And the way to do that is to look at the objective scriptures. Look at the Word of God. Let the Word of God saturate your heart to keep a sober mind. Uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, uh, verses 6 and 8 say, say this. Uh, it, it says, first of all, uh, that so then let us not sleep as others, but let us be alert and sober. Verse 8, but since we are of the day, let us be sober, having put on the breastplate of faith and love, and as a helmet, the hope of salvation. Clear thinking, sober thinking. And then, The third mindset directive here is this, fix your hope, fix your hope completely on the grace to be brought about to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. And so we are told there as fixing our hope is to keep an eternal perspective. Think in terms of eternity. Don't think in a narrow sense uh, just on the earth, just temporarily, but think in terms think in terms of eternity. And there are a number of passages that we could look at uh, for that. But Colossians chapter 3 is, is one of those wonderful passages. Colossians 3 verses 2 to 4 says, Set your mind on things above, not on the things that are on earth. 
For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. So when Christ, who is our life, is revealed, then you also will be revealed with Him in glory. And so, there it is. Set your mind on things above. Have a heavenly mindset. Uh, think in terms of eternity. Don't think in terms of just the the uh, temporary. Um, and and there's another wonderful scripture. I'm not going to take the time to read it, but Second Corinthians chapter four verses sixteen to eighteen. Write it down. Second Corinthians four sixteen to eighteen. Great passage uh, on that very subject. And so our mindset has to be right. And how do we keep our minds right? Again, by the Word of God. Let God's Word uh, trim us, fix us, uh, keep us keep us sober thinking, keep us thinking in terms of eternity. But then right mindset leads to right living. And in verse 14, we're told this, As obedient children, do not be conformed to the former lusts, which were yours in your ignorance, but be like the Holy One who called you. Be holy yourselves in all your behavior, because it is written, you shall be holy, for I am holy. And so there <clears throat> we're told, do not be conformed. In other words, don't give in literally to the strong evil desires that were associated with your old lifestyle. Don't do it. Second uh, Timothy chapter 2, verse 22, uh, Paul told young Pastor Timothy and, and uh, by association the rest of us, flee youthful lusts. Turn and run from it. Don't allow yourself to be molded and fashioned into the way the world thinks and makes decisions. Don't be conformed to the world's lifestyle. Now, we're not talking about don't wear um, the latest fashions. We're not talking about uh, those kinds of things. We're talking about uh, uh, what happens in terms of, of how we think of our attitudes, of, of the kinds of actions that displease Almighty God. Don't be conformed to that. That's just part of it. That's the don't side. But then there's a do side. Do be holy, it says. Do be holy in all your behavior. Be holy like the Holy One. That's the ultimate pattern of holiness. Holy means to be separate, to be set apart. Uh, and what are we set apart from? Set apart from the sinful lifestyle of the world, set apart to the righteous lifestyle that's laid out in Scripture. It is holiness. Uh, and, and, and that's what God wants us to be. And then verse 17 is a great verse. It says, if you address as father, the one who impartially judges according to each one's works. And that simply means if you're a believer, conduct yourselves in fear during the time of your stay on earth. Now that conduct yourselves in fear. Uh, fear means uh, a, a respect, a reverence for God. It's not a terror fear. As a matter of fact, 1 John chapter 4, verse 18 says this, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear involves punishment, and the one who fears is not perfected in love. And so this isn't that kind of fear. We don't have to fear punishment. Romans 8, 1 says there's no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus. Um, we don't have to fear punishment, but rather it's talking about conduct yourselves in reverence and respect and the, the desire to honor God. So Everything that we do, we need to ask ourselves, is this what would honor Almighty God? And then verse 22 quickly says this. Verse 22 tells us that we are to fervently love one another from the heart. 
Fervently means to stretch out, to strain. It means to really work hard at it. And you know, uh, that agape love, it can only come from a sincere and a pure heart. A heart that's been purified by the blood of Jesus. A heart of a saved person, of a true Christ follower. But we've received his agape love, his divine love, and we can be channels of his love to others. And it is something that we got to work hard at. But, but Peter is telling them, if you want to live like a, like a godly exile, a citizen of heaven, then you be sure to love the brothers and sisters in Christ. Love one another. That is a great testimony. Jesus said, by your love for one another, people will know that you're my followers, you're my disciples, and that's what we want to be. Well, this particular podcast has just introduced the idea of right living, right living that comes out of a right mindset, and out of a right mindset comes right behavior. God help us to be the kind of citizens, the kind of aliens that live in a way that brings honor to the Lord Jesus Christ. Until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.